Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck. To hear the good news through grunts and with grunts, in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 32 Happy are those whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Happy are those whom the Lord imputes no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. While I kept my silence, my body wasted away, through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me, my strength was dried up by the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all who are faithful offer prayer to you. At a time of distress, the rush of mighty waters shall not reach them. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with glad cries of deliverance. Proverbs chapter 15, verses 8 through 11 and 24 through 33. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loves the one who pursues righteousness. There is severe discipline for one who forsakes the way, but one who hates a rebuke will die. Sheol and Abaddon lie open before the Lord. How much more are human hearts? For the wise path of life leads upward in order to avoid Sheol below. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. Evil plans are an abomination to the Lord, but gracious words are pure. Those who are greedy for unjust gain make trouble for their households, but those who hate bribes will live. The mind of the righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil. The Lord is far from wicked, from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and good news refreshes the body. The ear that heeds wholesome admonition will lodge among the wise. Those who ignore instruction despise themselves, but those who heed admonition gain understanding. The fear of the Lord is instruction and wisdom, and humility goes before honor. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God that is in Corinth, including all the saints through Achaia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all consolation who consoles us in all our afflictions, that we may be able to console those who are in in any affliction with the consolation with which we ourselves are consoled by God. For just as the sufferings of Christ are abundant for us, so also our consolation is abundant through Christ. 
If we are being afflicted, it is for your cons- consolation and salvation. If we are being consoled, it is for your, for your consolation, which you experience when you patiently endure the same sufferings that we also are suffering. Our hope for you is unshaken, for we know that you that as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our consolation. We do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of the affliction we experienced in Asia, for we were so utterly, unbearably crushed that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death so that we would rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. He who rescued us from so deadly a peril will continue to rescue us. On him we have set our hope that, we will res- that he will rescue us again. As you also join in helping us by your prayers so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted through the prayers of, of many. morning and welcome to the 21st Thursday after Pentecost. This is a horse and sore-throated Logan Isaac broadcasting from the Appalachian Abbey in Knoxville, Maryland. I'll keep this reflection very short because the readings were quite long and my throat hurts like hell. You might even be able to hear uh, one of our daughters coughing in the background. I'm not sure. Um, this morning we read from Psalm 32. Um, I think we read it before because I remembered um, the line of, um, while I kept silence, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. Uh, which doesn't feel too dissimilar from what seems to be coming out of my throat. Um, but I'm not, I'm not sure if we've read it before. I, I know that line. Um, many lines uh, may repeat themselves through the Psalms, though. Uh, secondly, uh, my least favorite book to read from, Proverbs, a selection of um, wisdom sayings in chapter 15, that which do not at all like connect between verses. It's just like literally one verse says one thing and the next verse will say something totally different. And then finally, Second Corinthians, uh, Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. Sorry. The second letter to church in Corinth and um, given how my throat feels it's probably good um, because it's Paul talks about affliction and consolation Um, in fact I think consolation occurs like ten times in the first in the reading Um, and uh, Paul is talking about uh, affliction and consolation um, because he wants uh the church's hope to be unshaken um that um when we suffer we also when we suffer together we're also consoled together um that consolation expects that we share those sufferings which isn't always the case um the church is a human institution um uh that can can stray from the truth and stray from God's will um, on earth um, but that is the hope that we share in our sufferings and we share in our consolation um, we that uh, as a whole when we operate as a family as an organism um, our sufferings are divided and our joys are multiplied 
Um, Paul doesn't want anybody to be unaware that there will be affliction, there will be persecution, there will be pain and suffering. Um, but uh, uh, even suffering that is unbearable, such that we despair of life itself. Um, however, um, he reminds us that Jesus rescued us from so deadly a peril and will continue to rescue us. Um, and uh, in that, Paul places our hopes uh, not on whether or not others, other Christians or our friends and family come to save us from our affliction and our despair, um, but to trust that regardless of whether or not they do, that Jesus will. That is something that Jesus is constantly doing um, um, uh, in response to our prayers um, and in, in response to the prayers of others. Um, and that's why he closes with, with prayer. He talks about affliction, consolation, and he closes this passage with the importance of, of praying, um, that the rescue comes following uh, our prayers. And he encourages Christians to join one another in prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. Um, so it's it's unspoken throughout the passage, but his his primary interest is to remind us that we are a family, that we operate um, all of us together as one organism, one body, one, one family. Um, that when we leave someone out or when we don't, you know, fire on all cylinders, um, that we're not fully um, uh, executing the mission of the church. Um, that it takes all of us, you know, it's like one for all and all for one. Of course, that is the ideal, and the church struggles to do that. Um, but that is very clearly Paul's interest in this passage, to remind us that we aren't alone. And uh, the beauty of not being alone is that we pray together, um, and consolation uh, comes to us uh, despite our affliction, especially when we, we work alongside one another. Prayer for the Church from the Book of Common Prayer. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. Fill it with all truth, and all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it. For the sake of Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Savior. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation slash support. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a weekday lectionary reading yourself 
and sending it to me to be included in an episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts will be provided to you directly, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in first formation in this or any way. Finally, and most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a recording app of your choice. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously, if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you'll continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.